My name is Gord Goodfellow, and I'm an OG on DP. This OG Hundy P Spotlight episode of Humble and Fred is proudly brought to you by Bodog, the Retirement Sherpa, the Chambers Plan, Aaron Ventures, evnet.ca, and GoDaddy. Gord, are you really a good fellow? Yeah, I've asked that, been asked that question so many times that um, I have to at least pretend or I'll be in trouble. I'll be the judge of that, Gord. But uh, whereabouts do we find you in the world today? Are you in Toronto? Uh, I'm in my home in uh, Midtown Toronto. Okay, because I've been doing, you know, several of these OG Hundy P episodes, and I've noticed nobody's living in Toronto. I think you might be the first OG Hundy P to live in Toronto proper. Uh, I may just be that demographic, or haven't found a reason to leave. Well, you're in the T-dot, Gord. Uh, Let's go way back. Did you listen to Humble and Fred on terrestrial radio? I did. um, Sort of transitioned from Pete and Geats to Humble and Fred. when they made that transition, um, did not stuck to was stuck more to CFNY at that time than necessarily Humble and Fred, but it definitely was a, a big part of listening to CFNY at the time. So you go way back with CFNY, the spirit of radio, and uh, Pete and Geats. How was Freddie P doing sports? Uh, did did you uh, take note of his uh, sports commentaries? Um, I don't, did he do sports commentary with Pete and Gates? I thought the commentaries were more of a, a humble oh, thing. I you mean, know I know he was a sports caster for Pete and Gates, but well, I don't know that he did the, the, the full shtick with them. Okay. Good point. Like I actually didn't listen to Pete and Gates, so you would know better than me, but, uh, I guess he was um, just doing sports updates and then Mike Stafford did the news. Is that right? Um, yeah, that's probably more detail than I'm going to remember, but, um, <laughs> it's certain. Certainly, I was probably at that time listening more for the music than the, the entertainment, but um, I, I, I did enjoy the, the, the Pete and Geats elements and Lardette and some of those other things and uh, transitioned into Pumble and Fred that um, became central to it beyond the music as well. So you're there at the beginning in uh, September 1989, and I'm dying to know, did you follow them to Mojo Radio in 2001? Uh, I'd say briefly, but gave up quickly. The AM experience was not for me. Um, it was, uh, fidelity, lacking in fidelity. Uh, I think the, the programming wasn't necessarily aimed at me either, but, um, uh, I, I listened for a bit out of curiosity and then kind of, um, probably didn't spend less time listening to radio at that point, uh, Moved, moved from university into the working world, and uh, my commute was probably more music then than, than radio. So when the Humble and Fred show moved to Mix 99.9, was there a moment where you said, hey, I'll, I'll try that, the fidelity will be better? Um, 
I think I listened for curiosity, but um, I was a bit of a music snob and um, was, uh, could not uh, get beyond uh, the music between the, the, the breaks. So, so. I hear you. I hear you. All right, let's get to the good stuff, the podcast era. All right, there's two, to me, there's two distinct eras here. There's the let's do some one-off recordings. This starts in like December yep. 2006. So before they started going daily in October 2011, uh, did you listen to any Humble and Fred podcasts? I think I listened to all of them. I don't know that I became aware of them all in real time. I caught up at some point and recognized that they were out there. And then I believe that I, that I have heard them all. I don't. I don't, don't quiz me on that 100%, but I'm pretty sure. Well, I have sure a quiz that. right here, Gord. You ready? <laughs> <laughs> okay, but do you remember? Oh. And I don't, uh, you know, you might not remember, but I'm going to ask anyways because I love the details. But do you remember how you learned that Humble and Fred were podcasting? I think, to be honest, I think my husband pointed it out to me. Um, I do, I'm paid, paid attention to it then. I think he also... I'm not sure where he noticed it first. I mean, I, I, I did follow, not religiously, but his blog at the time, or Fred's blog at the time, as well as some of what you were writing at the time. So possible kind of a, a mumble of a, a confounding of things, where it came from. But certainly in terms of those early, the early, early podcasts, that was from my husband who had noted it. Um, he was probably paying more attention to what podcasting was at that time than I was. But, is, um, is your husband home right now? Is he there? Uh, no, he's oh, at work. Oh. I was going to say, put him on. I, cause <laughs> I can disclose to the uh, the Humble and Fred audience, I'm a big fan of your husband. Like, uh, okay. very warm fuzzies when I think of Tom. Oh, thank you. Yeah, well, let him know. I hope he, uh, I hope he hears that. Uh, shout out to, uh, to Tom. Okay, so you know about the podcast, the one-offs, and then you're there, literally, I know you're there because you're an OG Hundy P. So you're there for yeah. the uh, okay. October 2011 was- era. I was there for the the pre-show and the uh, the, the infamous c-word that uh, <laughs> made its made its uh, first appearance. I, I don't know that it was last, but uh, we've got a break for a long time anyway. And uh, has there been any time in the last I don't know what is that eleven twelve years that your uh, loyalty to Humble and Fred has wavered? Any subject matter you kind of wish they would maybe uh, skip, or did you ever desire to maybe skip yourself? I want to know if there's any uh, bumps in the road. Um. Some stuff I relate more to than others, but um, don't I may up my I, I rarely listen at one time um, uh, speed. Um, if they're on a topic I'm not so interested in, it may go up to three times. But, wow, <laughs> the chipmunks. So maybe, maybe, maybe not quite that high, but I'm, I may accelerate through it. I, I, I don't know that I. Uh, I, there may have been some fast forwarding, but I don't. I don't think much of that. Would you reveal, uh, you know, what they would? talk about that would get you to three times speed um there was there was a period where we were a bit golf heavy that uh, mm. i wasn't so so relating to um there's some politics stuff where we're not fully aligned but um, oh. i can usually um, stick through it but. <laughs> is this uh i'm i'm actually just just guessing as a listener myself but they they do seem to really admire stephen harper like i noticed both humble and fred big harper fans i'm just guessing if, is it any of that or no um i there's certainly some of that i i think there is a um i'm, I'm not just it doesn't stop me from listening but i i think humble will will present himself 
as more liberal and open-minded than than he may be in terms of his politics. But uh, right. as, as does as does Fred sometimes, and, uh, as, as if there's any chance that he might vote for someone else. But uh, <laughs> well, all of that is more tolerable than the golf talk, is what I'm hearing. Uh, here, so I, yeah, I, I have not listened to a second of Swing Thoughts. <laughs> I uh, I know, but the the golf fans love swing thoughts. That's for sure. Okay, so have you, Mister Goodfellow? And I, at this point in the conversation, I've determined you are in fact a good fellow. Uh, have you uh, supported a humble and Fred sponsor or two or three during the last decade? I have um, the um, the original go round of GoDaddy when there was the big push for people to buy .ca domains. I actually bought Humble and Fred Radio .ca for five dollars and uh, pointed it to dot com which wow lived. i didn't know <laughs> this <laughs> gord you've been holding out on me how did that not uh, slide into my dms that's a fun well, fact well, well yeah i don't well I, no one referenced it i sort of set it up as just i had no reason to spend five dollars on anything else and they were looking for um, for for activity so i uh, did that oh um, that's cool of you I've, i think that's cool i've Recommended. I had a few friends traveling recently. Recommended Gig Sky to them. They've both uh, signed up and used it for their vacation. I was a lucky winner. Some doer pants, and since gone and paid real money for um, doer pants, as Fred, Fred say, I spread my cheeks and, uh, and uh, <laughs> gave them some some real money. I don't know that Humble and Fred got credit at that point. They were they were gone from a sponsorship, but uh, all right, showed loyalty for that anyway. Okay, and, and how are those pants? Uh, they comfy? They're very comfortable. Yeah, yes. well, okay, look, I, I've been known to don a pair of doer now and then, and they're uh, rugged and they're comfy uh, and they look stylish. I feel like I'm doing an ad right now, but uh, yeah, they're, they're great. Oh, you see, see if you can get them back. <laughs> I'll, be making, I'll make a call after this recording. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to doer. Okay, uh, events. Would you, Gord... Uh, go to any Humble and Fred events back in the day when we had in-person events? Um, in the Edge days, I went to uh, one of their um, Christmas events at the, the Edge of whatever it was on Dundas by the Eaton Center. I have the their Christmas hat. Uh, there's a, a year on it. I forget what it is, somewhere in the 90s. Um, oh. Newer events, I've I've been to at least one of the holiday events at uh, at the new studio. Um, that was may have been their last one. I know. I believe we saw you there. I was there, but I'm trying to. Did we did we say hi to each other? I can't remember. That. Um, we may have, but I, you probably didn't know who the heck I was or make the connection. But, I didn't um, have the context. See, <laughs> see, now I could pick you out of a lineup because I've had Bentway beers with you. We discuss unlawful activities here. <laughs> um, the Could be um, beer. Well, I was going to say, and also saw saw the uh, the the plaque on the the shitter wall. So, uh, so. wow. Okay. Well, hopefully we get some uh, in person events again. That would be be awesome. All right. Uh, process. I want to know uh, what is your podcast aggregator of choice. What? How do you listen to the podcast? Um. Generally, sometimes I'll listen on Facebook live. It's probably I've been or when I was semi-retired between uh, starting my current job. I had more free time in the morning to, to listen live. So I was on Facebook live more than that when I was uh, 
previously when I was commuting, when I was working in Houston, I would uh, sometimes stream them on Twitch or when they were back with before Facebook Live when they were doing Twitch. But generally speaking, I download the podcast and catch it up either walking to the gym or um, just um, between other things in the day. And once in a while, you'll kick it up to three times speed. <laughs> Sorry, three times probably irregular. It's, it's more, more likely at one and a half. By the way, I, I actually will say I don't blame you for the one and a half. Like I find uh, people talk too slow. Like I need one and a half just to bring it to a speed I can relate to. Uh, the only time that gets messed up, of course, is when uh, the podcast has music in it because uh, I do like the music at one time. But the talking, yeah, 1.5. That should be everybody's default. Yeah, well, it starts to sound weird when you listen to it live. It feels yeah, like, like the they're drunk or something. Having a stroke. Yeah, <laughs> right, right, absolutely. And by the way, for what it's worth, uh, when I do my show, I try to talk at 1.5. By, like, I try to put that as my default setting, and then when people listen at 1.5, it'll sound like That's 3. Fair. There you go. <laughs> On that note, Mr. Goodfellow, I know you listen to every episode of Humble and Fred. That's why we're talking here today. Do you listen to any other podcasts? Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm pretty much, Toronto Mike, I'm almost 100% on there. There are maybe a a few that I've missed. I'm I'm a little behind right now, but not much. Mm. Uh, Produce stand, uh, Mr. Greco, that you were just uh, meeting with earlier today, his Letter Kenny podcast. Okay, so Um, pause for a moment, Gord. (laughs) Hold on. So the first three podcasts we know you listen to one is Humble and Fred. That's why we're talking. The other is Toronto Mike. I host and produce that show. And then the Produce Stand, which is a Letter Kenny podcast, produced and hosted by Al Grego, who was at my house a half an hour ago. And he also uh, uses um, Mr. Ian Service's uh, capabilities as well for some of what he does as well. For- right, because he saw me do it. Now listen, <laughs> Ian Service, who's also been an OG Hundy P, you probably heard that episode, he made the trip to my basement to record that episode. Gore, did you ever consider, since you're in Toronto, did you consider visiting Southwest Toronto and doing this in person? I, was, I wasn't invited. But, uh, <laughs> well, I did your favor. I didn't invite Ian either. He just, <laughs> I didn't invite Ian either. I said, Ian, here's the Zoom link. He said, uh, I'll be at your door in an hour. So, Okay. okay. I so, don't know your address, so I'd have to, uh, <laughs> I'd have to go knocking on doors. You look, to... for the, uh, look for the tree. <laughs> Drive around, look for the tree. All right, so we uh, is there any other podcast you want to shout out? I just thought it was funny how, uh, you know, those first three were. You know. um, other one that I listen to regularly, there's a couple of Star Trek um, podcasts, Greatest Generation and The Greatest Trek, which are kind of comedy-ish podcasts that play back old Star Trek episodes and uh, comment on them as well as current Trek. But uh, oh. listen to, um, they come out every week and... Uh, follow it regularly and rewatch Star Trek episodes in line with them to, to stay current for their rewatches. Oh, neat. Now the greatest generation, I think that was the original name of uh, (laughs) Don Cherry's podcast. Yeah, I think it's a, uh, it was a reference to the next generation, not the, uh, they get, they get uh, reconsidered or they get some um, search engine problems with uh, greatest generation uh, references to the, World War One, I, I guess it is, or World War Two, the older generation. Love it. Okay, Gord, this has been fantastic. We've learned so much about you. We've learned about your relationship to Humble and Fred. Uh, this is an opportunity for you to speak directly to Humble and Fred. I will back away from the mic and take as long as you wish. Uh, please, 
what would you, Gord Goodfellow, like to say to Humble and Fred? Thanks for the years of entertainment. I spent a lot of years away from Toronto, and it was great to have the connection from Texas back to Toronto to uh, get the nostalgia of earlier days and to uh, stay current on what's happened to you and hope that you uh, continue to produce new content in the years ahead and that um, ret- retirement is, is far in your future. This OG Hundy P Spotlight episode of Humble and Fred was proudly brought to you by Bodog, the Retirement Sherpa, Tim Niblett, the Chambers Plan, Aaron Ventures, EVNet.ca, and GoDaddy. I'm Toronto Mike. You can follow me on Twitter. I'm at Toronto Mike. You can visit my blog, torontomike.com. Or you can subscribe to my podcast, Toronto Miked. Peace and love.